Hey guys, in this episode of Socially Awkward, we talk about mental health and mental illness and things that go along with that and how we felt about it growing up. And we know that this is sort of can be a heavy topic. So if you want or need to skip this episode, that is totally fine. We've put a content warning in the description, but basically the content is throughout the entire episode. So um, if you find it difficult to listen to that and you would like to not, that is totally fine. But I think that you probably won't be able to listen to this entire episode. Thank you, and we're sorry. <laughs> I said that today at the end of church, um, like, the service ended, and we always have, like, instrumental music that, like, plays after the service or whatever, just, like, in the room. And I was, like, bebop- bebopping along to it without realizing that I was doing it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, dude, it was bad. Just dancing by yourself <laughs> with no music playing. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, for That's real. what my grandpa says. My grandpa says when we, I know. When we go out somewhere, he goes, we're going to go bebop around town. I know, you told me that. As my mom always said bebop and, like, dancing. You guys ready to get hip-hopping? So, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I was just, like, and, like, getting my stuff together. And then I looked back, and Andrew and Melissa were both staring at me. <laughs> and Melissa started singing along with it, and I was like, I will be honest with you, I didn't realize I was doing that <laughs> until this moment. person listening to this i'm becca i'm taylor i'm blake and this is socially awkward <laughs> that it is yeah, yes it is <laughs> great great in- start to the episode <laughs> <laughs> great few starts to the episode in keeping with our uh long-standing tradition of one time we did this we're gonna open a package on the podcast that you can't see uh, yeah, we're gonna try to start an Instagram account so that yeah. we stop looking at things that nobody can see, because it's, yeah. like, the fifth time we've re- referenced something that no one can see. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is, every year, we started, what was this, last year or two years I ago? I think it was two years ago, yeah. I think it was two years ago. We started exchanging ugly, like, Christmas We ornaments. were just walking into Target one day. We yeah, like, we were walking into Target and found horrible. a stick of butter Christmas I'm buying ornament. it for you. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I wasn't a part of this. Until this year. Yeah, it We've was, adopted it was first me and Blake, it. and then the next year we added Lindsay, because it was right, when we were working right. at the retirement home. Yeah. And then this oh. year, yeah, we've added Becca. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> yeah, this one's, and we've upped our ante this year. We started, or, it used to be just, like, ugly Going stuff from store. Target. Yeah. And now multiple ornaments have been ordered from, like, Etsy. Yeah. So I'm very excited about what this is. Yours came from Etsy, and yours, Taylor, I'm making. Here you go. Thank you for the confetti. Oh, awesome. So glad you included that. Yeah. Oh, I guess it came with it. It came with that. <laughs> this is the package that came in the mail-in. It's really pretty. Oh my god. I love this. <laughs> what is this? You know? That's read it. You? Let's oh, read it out loud. this is the person asking for like a five-star review. Wait, who made this? Uh, Do you know the name of the person that made this? I want to like shout out this The creator. Brooklyn Vibe. Ooh. Oops. Rip, I just dropped it. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's an Etsy creator called The Brooklyn Vibe, um, and it is, like, a little, like, spiral-bound notebook that's so colored in the pride flag, and it just says The Agenda on it. <laughs> oh, There's some smaller that. text on there. That's is there some, hang on, let me take it out of the package. ASMR. So, yeah, really bad ASMR as I try to, like, get this fucking ornament out of the package. I send you, did I send you the TikTok that was ASMR Dance Moms Fight? No! <laughs> oh my god, I have to send it to you, it's Oh, funny. Please do. God, my sister sent that to me. It was a gem. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Quarter rolled 100 sheets. That is so funny. I will post a picture of this. I'll have to hang it on the back of my Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> With but all the rest I of the it. secret gays. 
With the, I guarantee you someone got me an ornament that was nudity this year. I, there's no way no one did. <laughs> I didn't. Okay, then no one did. I'm oh impressed. Oh my god. There was, however, I did get you a Christmas present that involves nudity. That's okay. Lindsay got me that mug that has boobs on it. <laughs> That's so. right. That is a cool mug, dude. Sarah and Daniel, two of our friends came over last night, mm-hmm. and as they were leaving, mm-hmm. Daniel goes... <laughs> I really like how much of your decor is themed around the nude human body. <laughs> That's such a Daniel thing to say. Oh, I While love it. While they were there, I was just sending you text messages of odd things I would find on Etsy. Yeah, a lot was, of them being nudity. Yeah, I was showing it to them and we were all like cringing so at the like weird stuff you found on Etsy. But I love that. Thank you. Absolutely. You're welcome. That is a really good one. It's hard to top. Okay, so should we say, like, what we're doing this episode? Yeah. Because we kind of didn't address the fact that someone else was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. (laughs) Blake, would you like to intro our topic? Yeah, so I, for one, am mentally ill. So our topic today will be mental illness. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, we, uh, several of our friends had expressed, like, wanting to be on the podcast, Mm. which I think is great. Yeah. we get a lot of, like, interesting perspectives. Mm. And we kind of decided we were going to let everyone who wants to be on it, like, pick their topic for their yeah. episode. And I think the way you described it to me was, mental health is sexy. Is it is sexy. It's the topic suggestion that you gave me. It's hard to attain, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ever-elusive and ever-sexy mental health. It's the other side of the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. So as wow, we get oh to the God. end of the gay agenda rainbow, it's like, <laughs> it's just mental health. Good mental health. <laughs> Self-care. <laughs> Speaking of self-care, oh. that goes hand-in-hand hand with mental health. Yeah. Yeah, so I find, at least for my mental health, if I exercise, it gets better. And I haven't dude. done that for two years now. Oh, dude, me, we used to go oh, to dude. the gym together. Yeah, and we did. were, like, doing so well, and then that was, like, right when the... That's when the pandemic happened. It was, yeah. like, before, like, the first wave of the pandemic had happened, and then we started going, like, the summer, mm-hmm. when everything started to open back up, and then it started to get really bad again, and right. that's when we were working at that retirement home, so it was, like, they were ca- trying to kind of discourage, like, you know, don't go places you shouldn't go, like... Because elderly people... Because if you, you bring it back, them. yeah. Yeah. And this was in, like, 2020, so it was, like, obviously pre-vaccine, so we stopped mm-hmm. going, and then I moved. <laughs> right. Yeah, you just got up and left. You need to move All the way to this apartment complex. Yeah, that's true. We have been trying to convince Blake to move to this apartment complex. I'm trying to save money. That's what I'm saying. Gotta do it. I live so far away from here. <laughs> to be fair, everyone does. Yeah, true. I also live far away from everyone. Yeah, that's fair. You live... And you moved further away. I know. It was not my decision, for sure. You should move to this apartment complex. I would if I could afford it, for sure. Dude, you should do it. Anyway, how's that affected your mental health? Oh, that's a, that's <laughs> we're a good seven minutes in and we're already so um, on track. That's a good question. I feel like, um, I mean, I love my roommates and living with them is like probably the best living situation I've ever had. Um, so it's it's not bad at all. I think like, I don't know. I, I feel like I could live alone. Like I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I could probably like handle living alone. It gets lonely. I've done it. Gets it. Lonely. it gets I, so yeah. lonely. Even when Isaac and Savannah are gone for a week, like, they left to go see Savannah's parents for the week of Thanksgiving, and I also had a, a pretty bad depressive episode, but um, it was really lonely without them. Yeah, I can't imagine you living alone. Yeah, I don't really want to, you know? I, my ideal is that I will fall in love, move in with the love of my life. That's my ideal. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. So until then, or until the foreseeable future, I live with Isaac and Savannah, which honestly is not bad at all. Like, the location of it is, you know, leaves something for me to be desired, but it's great for them. So like, who's complaining? Yeah, no, and it's I mean like yeah, having good roommates is uh, extremely hard mm-hmm. to achieve. I've never mm-hmm. I had, had it good for roommates. one year. Who? And the one, it was Kat and Jameson. They were my hmm. best friends at college, Dang. and we were friends. We were in the same class our freshman year. And it took us four years to figure out, hey, we should probably live together. That might hey. be nice. And so we did. And For a year. <laughs> I Oh, I have regrets. We should have done that from the first year. Yeah. That's impressive because honestly, like, in all of my experiences, living with people that you're already friends with is, like, the worst idea. Really? So that's, like, a good, yeah. Well, we set yeah. boundaries at our, like, when we started. Yeah, we you like, have to really be able to say, like, 
you know, you have to be able to say, like, these are my boundaries. Like, yeah. you can't And we had not rules want to hurt for each feelings. of us to follow. So, like, yeah. each week, one person would do the cleaning. And it yeah. would switch off every week. And, when and we... like, we'd have dinner. Somebody would host. Oh, like, that's cool. Um, Like, once a week, something. Yeah. That's, and cycle. That's yeah. really smart. When Savannah and I lived together in college, um, we had an apartment with... We shared it with a couple of different, like, roommates that cycled in and out or whatever. But we had, like, um, each of us does one chore in the house, which worked out really well for us. Like, I vacuumed every week or whatever. Savannah did the dishes. Jokes on her, because that was a way worse job. <laughs> but she volunteered. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. It was like that works. But I don't really have any of those with them now. We kind of have unspoken boundaries. Yeah. I mean, I guess because you've lived with her for, like, so long that yeah. at this point, probably kind of, kind of, you just kind of know, like, yeah, this is the thing that I like to do. Like, yeah. you know, I usually do this thing, and you usually do that thing. And it just works. Yeah. And when stuff does come up, we talk about it, which is healthy and good. Yeah. I think that's, ask for. that's good. I think I'm the only person here who would say that my mental health is probably better when I'm by, when I live by myself. Sure. I'm too, like, very specific about my space. You get overstimulated very easily, too. I do, but Fair. it's not... In my experience, the things that have bothered me about roommates that I've lived with in the past was more about the, like, the way that they kept the space. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to have my space... Like, I'm, very, I'm a very clean person. I don't like to have things messy. Mm. And so, like, when things get, like, you know, really dirty or whatever, I feel like I have to clean them, which is fine... But when I'm the only person cleaning ever, and it's like I have to clean every day because it's always messy, like that gets That's very stressful for me. For sure. And I also don't like when like people come over and announced. Mm-hmm. And I had that a really bad problem with that with my last set of roommates. Yeah. Where did. they would not say anything. Oh about shit! That's me. Over. <laughs> <laughs> come over and announce. I had sometimes. You you come over. You would. You I typically I've learned to announce it. You, yeah, you're like really fifteen good about minutes it. before. Yeah, I'm almost. I'm walking up to your door right now. <laughs> Becca like is really good about. She will send me like a Thanks. like her maps location when she leaves the house, so that I can see exactly how long it's going to take her to get there. Because mm-hmm. that's something that like I like to have people around all the time, and like you know that's like you would think roommates would be great for me, but any amount of surprise is not good for me. Yeah. So the person has to be very like conscious of that. And the two roommates that I lived with before were not at all conscious of that. <laughs> That's true, they weren't at all. And so, yeah, sometimes people would just, like, show up, or it would just be like, oh, yeah, all of a sudden people were over, and I'm like, great, now I can't leave my room. And also, they were strangers to you, those people. Like, yeah, it was were never people I your knew. Your roommate's friends, but mm-hmm. not your friends, you know? Yeah, which is fine, like, obviously yeah, they... Awesome. Yeah, <laughs> But if you just, like, tell me ahead of time that someone's coming over, like, That's if I feel like I need to point. leave, like, I can leave, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, I feel like I do a lot better living by myself, just because... There's nothing that's unpredictable to, predictable to me in my own space. Yeah, that is nice. It is It is great. It's. I really appreciate it. That is, like, the thing I enjoy about when Isaac and Savannah go out of town, is I like that. And honestly, like, we have opposite schedules, um, and it's gotten, like, really bad, like, because I will be up at, like, all hours of the night or whatever, because um, I, like, can't sleep. <laughs> I guess turned into a bat. <laughs> I have turned into a It's bad. I, I couldn't fall asleep last night. I have not slept. This is a crazy day to do this episode. <laughs> not only not only is it right after church, which is usually um, my bedtime, <laughs> but it, <laughs> literally, like, um, but also I didn't sleep at all last night. So like, but anyways, um, like I'll be up at like all hours of the night. And Isaac and Savannah work normal people hours, <laughs> so um, when they're gone, I can, like, make as much noise as I want, whatever. I really like baking at, like, midnight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's when inspiration hits at the best. Sometimes it is, you know? It really yeah. is, yeah. It's, like, kind of awesome sometimes to do it. And since we live in the house now, it's a lot better, because when we were living in the apartment... I couldn't do anything, like, in the living room or the kitchen without them being able to hear it in their bedroom. So, like, I couldn't go out of my room without fear of waking them up and vice versa. Um, Although, I would sleep through pretty much anything. (laughs) But um, in the house now, the rooms are, like, far enough apart that I can, like, do something in the kitchen and they won't wake up if they're sleeping or whatever. Yeah, the layout of y'all's house is really good now because it's kind of, like... There's, like, a hallway where the bedrooms are yeah. that, like, is off the living room, yeah. but then the, like, kitchen and dining room is, like, 
than around the corner. Yeah. So it's, like, you're pretty much as far away from, like, their bedroom door as you could be. So it's, like, you yeah. really can't hear anything. Savannah said the only thing they can hear in their bedroom is the dryer. Um, so. I, that is, there is always inevitably a dryer right next to someone's bedroom. Because yeah, that used to happen yeah. in my old house. My parents would complain about me putting stuff in the dryer at, like, weird hours. Yeah. Which I worked, like, in the middle yeah, of the you night. Worked, you worked weird hours. So it was hard to not do that at weird hours. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that's it's always the fucking dryer, man. For real. Anyway, mental health. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that at least two people in the room have like distraction disorders? Oh hell yeah! Did I tell you I was talking to my therapist um, the other day? We had our like meeting on Wednesday. And, um, she started doing some new, like, stuff throughout the week that are kind of, like, response things and essay prompts, stuff like that, um, which have been really good for Your me. therapist makes you do essays? Well, not essays, more like journals sometimes. Okay. And only sometimes. That's very normal. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty normal. <laughs> you ever seen a therapist? It's been a while. <laughs> I probably made one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last one I had was that, that wasn't even a therapist. That psychiatrist that we both had that died. died. Yeah, <laughs> we'll come back. We'll come back to the story. We'll, we'll come back, back to, to that. our shared psychiatrist. Okay. Um. So, uh, one of the things she started doing for me is like, um, she'll have like a therapy agenda that she wants me to fill out like the day before or whatever. That's like, you know, questions like, "What's one thing that happened this week that you like wanted to bring up in our session?" Or like, you know, just stuff like that, so that we have a place to start when we have our session. Um, which is nice. And, um, I, usually I feel like I do have something that I want to talk about, but sometimes I don't. And it's this always time your I mom. Didn't. <laughs> Lately it is. You know, it wasn't. Now it is. <laughs> but, um, she's never going to listen to this. I did not tell her we were making oh, a podcast. Yeah, absolutely not. She can't listen to this. Um, but anyways, um, no. Hey mom, I, if you are. Oh my God. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Let's skip this episode, Mom. <laughs> Let's just skip all the episodes. Oh, I don't want my I do not want my mom listening to Camboy Jackson. <laughs> that would be my worst nightmare. Um, but anyways, I didn't have something that I really wanted to talk about this week, and I was like having trouble focusing and concentrating, and I like <laughs> That's you know, me all the time. Yeah, you guys feel it. Um <laughs> But I, like, I think I described it as, like, I feel like all of my thought energy is, like, really nebulous in my head, and I can't, like, filter it (laughs) into words. And, um, at our session on Wednesday, she was, like, she has ADHD, and she was, like, you've never described to me feeling anything like this, like, do you feel that often? And I was, like, sometimes, yeah. And she was, like, that sounds to me like my experience of ADHD, And I was like, oh my god, are you telling me I have ADHD? Like, just, like, what do I have? (laughs) I would not, in my experience with you, I would not say that you have ADHD. And I don't feel like I do, like, I don't feel like my experience lines up with with y'all's. I'd say you have moments, but I wouldn't say Yeah, I think I have moments. But I think that, that could also be attributed to something else. And that's what she said. She was like, it could very well be that, like that you are bipolar and your mania is presenting as ADHD because that's, like, a thing that happens sometimes. Yeah, it definitely can happen. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my God, that would make a lot of sense. Also, I couldn't sleep last night. (laughs) 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 So, anyways, we're working on trying to figure out if if I have bipolar or not, but that's one of the things that, like, we talked about. So it it was good. That's good. Yeah. Another thing she had me do was um, pick out two songs that I, like, resonated with the lyrics and, um, you know, like, copy-paste the lyrics into the chat that we have, like, throughout the week and then, like, briefly describe, like, why I felt I resonated with them. And she was like, did you do that? Um, She was like, because I don't see them. And I was like, I picked out my songs. I wrote my stuff. coming out of my cage and I've been doing this (laughs) 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 The song is just Wonderwall. (laughs) This song is the one by the glowing kid from Sky High. (laughs) What the (laughs) hell? 
Okay, my, I think top, like, two or three, like, listen to songs on Spotify was this song called Antibodies by Nicholas Braun, who plays that glowing kid from Sky High. He also plays the, like, tall boy in that, um, other Disney movie, The Minutemen. Oh my god, wait, is he really? Go away, I didn't like an ex-Disney channel star. Oh yeah. Uh, and it's oh my God. it's literally just about like uh you know if you've got like the COVID antibodies like <laughs> let's fuck basically yeah <laughs> song so and it's good. really goofy and somehow it was in my top three I don't remember listening somehow. to it that much but apparently I did I wonder why <laughs> <laughs> my top was all Clara <laughs> all Clara all the time just kidding um. But yeah, anyways, um, I I was like, I did do the assignment, but my songs were both really sad. <laughs> and I got self-conscious about it, so I didn't want to send them. And she was like, no, I do it anyway. And so, okay, I did. I sent them to her. She sent me a message. Um, are you okay? That was like, <laughs> I thought she would send me a message. I was like, are you okay? But she didn't. She was like, it reminds me of this song, like what you described. And it was... <laughs> Worship song that was like let me read you the lyrics to this oh, no. dumbass song. I was so mad. Uh, that oh, sounds no. like it would give me depression. It, I, it made me so angry. It was like the song. I may have like gotten rid of it. Oh my god! But it basically was like saying, um, "How could I know wholeness without being broken?" And God keeps me together. Thank you for my. This is my Ken Noir ring. <laughs> Yeah, she put it on me at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, we were going to see if you noticed. <laughs> she put it on you. I wondered where... I saw you wearing a slap bracelet, but I wondered where this was. Um, <laughs> it's to go with my cat purse. Um, that you gave me. I did give that to you. Yeah. But anyways, uh, it pissed me off. And I was like, dude. I think I told her, I was like, I don't like this song. <laughs> I want a new therapist. <laughs> No, I love her. We only she's, yeah, she's a good therapist. She's a really good therapist. Only very occasionally do we have things that I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that meant like there's certainly a, like an amount of like difficulty that you have to go through to just like mature as a person. Like sure. sure. Yeah. But I hate that mentality, especially when it comes to like mental illness where it's like, yeah. well, you have to like, you know, have bad times or whatever to like become a better person it's like i don't think i have to have like be mentally ill to like be a better person god gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors (laughs) for fuck's sake (laughs) gross yeah Yeah. i don't like that mentality of like Mm -mm. yeah which is why i told her i didn't like it because i wanted to talk to her about it and see like what her intention was in sending me that song because that's very unlike her yeah, that seems kind of weird, but maybe yeah. she was just like, oh, the way this, like, you know, maybe it's yeah. just sounded like it or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, not a big fan of that. Um, That's anyway. what I meant with my mental health. What about you guys? <laughs> what would you say on, like, a scale of, like, 1 to 10, like, how mentally healthy are you? How mentally healthy are you? Um, at any given point, it's mm. it's a roller coaster. But um, I, I specifically right, meant this one. But right now, <laughs> oh no, um, your face did not indicate maybe like a seven. Okay, that's I'm feeling really kind of okay today. That's You're good. good. And I was gonna say, you seem like, and this may be like incorrect, but it seems like you've been sleeping a lot better than hmm. you usually. Okay, but no, I wasn't. Oh. But the like past two days, Damn. yes, I have. <laughs> For like okay. the past two and a half weeks, I have not been sleeping well at all, and I've been having mm. the weirdest dreams. Oh no! And it's been giving me like no rest whatsoever. Mm. It's like but, really like restless sleep. Uh, I think it might be stress okay. too. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's better now. That's good because I say usually are you usually you're asleep when I text you at like 10 p.m. and it used to be like 3 a.m. So yeah. it seems like well, that I attribute to my new job because I have to get up. Yeah, like you could you could work really early. Yeah, how is your new job? I'm liking it. Good. Really nice. What do you um? What exactly do you do? Like, what's your day look like? Mm, murder. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, typical day to day. I help. Local clients, um, I work at interior architecture, um, so I help them basically renovate their space, be it what it wants to be. That's awesome. That's like... Topless city. Like, 
how can we make this happen? Pretty much. Did you say topless city? Talk, Talk to with the city. Oh my city. god, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I go to the topless city. Yeah, you know, Where is that? I was like, it's in Ohio. Topless city? No. <laughs> oh my god, you can't do that. We, we were both like, like, oh my god. I was like, like yeah, wow. Becca, could what? you tell me where Ohio is? No. <laughs> it's Mimel's cat. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about this already. We t- yeah, we had a segment that I think we have c- are cutting out because it is yeah, very... Because we have to cut it out. We have to cut it out. Where <laughs> yeah. we were trying to discuss whether or not Ohio was the Midwest, yeah. which it is not. No, it's um, not. <laughs> but there was like a 10-minute discussion about where states were because we don't know where any of them are. Yeah. And we don't know like what is the South and what's not. Like it was yeah, of a very... Counts. Yeah, geography failed us. Yeah, geography did fail us. We didn't, we didn't even have geography. it. I know I where Mesopotamia is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. Okay, for oh, reference, useful. Blake and I grew up together. We've known each other for like 20 years. Something like A very that. long time. Mm-hmm. We went to the same school. Mm-hmm. And it was a really weird school. <laughs> it, was, it was a very bubble school. It was a very... It was a very bubble school. Yeah, we didn't take normal classes like geography. Instead, we took like like combined history, English, or Latin. Oh, dang. We took a lot of Latin. We took. I knew you guys took a lot of Latin. Latin. Yeah. And we took a lot of like 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 history. They would have us take like biblical era history. Yeah. Instead of like regular normal history. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, to be fair, the history I got wasn't like fully well rounded, not whitewashed history anyway. So well, yeah. I got trash too. <laughs> no one's history is good history. No. Yeah, but fair enough. Yeah. You know what they say. White people. History hates lovers. Oh. <laughs> they were friends. <laughs> <laughs> they were friends. Mm. I saw Such someone... close colleagues. I can't, yeah. <laughs> Roommates besties. Um, I saw someone, I can't remember, on TikTok, uh, like, point out the um, ongoing, like, scholarly debate that Jesus and John were a couple. I saw that TikTok too. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god. I never thought about that, but that would actually make a lot of sense. First of all, let's talk about how David was fucking Jonathan for sure. For sure. (laughs) Anyway. Do you have an opinion on that? You have opinions on No, I'm just here to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Becca's gonna have a doozy editing this episode. Oh boy. Yeah, good luck. Oh man, I know it. Oh my god. Okay, so you were saying seven. What do you think has oh, like contributed yeah. to like, you know, better than average mental health? Yeah. I suppose. Well, I had food and I got to sleep. Good. There you go. Yeah. yeah my bar is real low. Very easy to please. <laughs> Honestly, that stuff is hard sometimes. It is. Yeah. 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 Especially when your family plays a game of um, who's not going to go to the grocery store the longest. Oh God. And so you just kind of have to figure a meal out for yourself. Grocery store chicken. Yeah, no, but yeah. that involves going to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. He's also fully participating in this game. Of That's grocery fair. Store I it's it's kind of out of spite at this point. See, <laughs> so, your your like relentless persistence to continue living with your family despite the fact that you absolutely hate it is hilarious to me. I did. Mm, yeah. It's not good for you. No, it's not. I am very much on team. You need to move out. I, <laughs> I think it's worse for you than I you want realize a house. that it is. Yeah, I get that. Is that is that actually is it it? feasible for you within the next year or two? I think so. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Hey, that's cool. Damn, that's pretty. Impressive. My brother's that's helping really me finance. This episode is going to be so hard for you to edit. I I think you're severely overestimating how much editing I'm going to do to this podcast. I think I want you are it, too. I want it to be. Pretty bounce around from topic to topic. Yeah, I may have well, to that's edit the point. <laughs> I like listening. Don't to you dare! Stuff. Mental health is sexy. <laughs> I find it hard to listen to podcasts where they bounce around too much. Okay, because I think I constantly am playing the game with myself, where I'm having to like mm-hmm. make sure that I'm redirecting myself. I see. And so saying. when they start talking about something and they get distracted, and they move on to something else. I'm like, no, wait, you have to finish the thing you were talking about before. Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. I get very like stressed about it. I don't know why. No, I get that. That makes sense. It like stre- yeah, it really stresses me out when I'm like, oh god, they've like bounced around and they haven't finished what they were talking about before. They didn't finish their question. It's it's okay. like when well. I go to the store with Blake. Hey, <laughs> Blake is like a. This is a read, and I'm not here for it. But I'm continue. Here for it. Please go. Blake is, <laughs> Blake is a ping pong shopper. I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> In that he's very like 
I'll go to the grocery store for like an hour and just get like two things. <laughs> yeah, he'll be like looking at one thing. I'm he's like, oh, I just forgot <laughs> about blah blah blah. Let me go over there. And he's like, wait, I never finished getting that thing. Well, but I, I lose that, like, my entirely. sense of time. I get that. Yeah. You know what I do when I'm grocery shopping is I do a drive up order. And that way I don't have to go into the store because it makes me so anxious. And if I don't do that, I have a list on my phone and I get those things and I'm in and out as quickly as possible. And also I put my AirPods in and I am like, just like, I seriously, like, I don't know why, but I panic in grocery stores and I like have to like remind myself to breathe. <laughs> yeah. I always wear headphones at the grocery store. I am very like in and out of the store. I don't I like being in the store. I want to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. I don't like it. Okay, so if we're gonna like be a little bit more on topic, I have some notes slash like talking points that I can like direct us on or whatever. Um, so the first one is, uh, how did you guys feel about the, like the whole conversation around mental health like growing up? Because for me, it was pretty like taboo, and we didn't really talk about like there was no talk about therapy or mental health issues or anything outside of like well that's for crazy people and we're not crazy like what about you guys i can think of specifically one time we had a lecture in chapel (laughs) oh god (laughs) um (coughs) where we were told to take a pop culture break and not look at the internet for one to two weeks (laughs) just to give yourself that Mental break. <laughs> it was the biggest piece of bullshit. Literally. Yeah, because the internet is inherently bad. Yeah. I f- yeah, I feel like there was kind it of a weird... It wasn't really talked about. It was like, if yeah. we're going to talk about it, it's going to be in the context of like, well, if you're not feeling good, it's because you're like not praying enough. That, right, yeah, that they'll bring it into... Because, yeah, we grew up in a Christian bubble. Yeah. They were like, mm, if you're not feeling it, it's God giving you a hard time for a purpose. Yeah, like, right, which is bullshit. You're like, it is bullshit. Uh, it's a terrible school because it's very much in that, like, mindset of, like, Christianity can really be the only lens with which you look at things. Which is harmful. And so, yeah, there's very, like, I mean, obviously <clears throat> there's very harmful, like, yeah for any LGBTQ person, like, that went there. And the only yeah. right thing to do is abstinence. <laughs> yeah, the only right thing to do <laughs> is works. abstinence. Like, very, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that was skipped or not talked about because, well, that's not Christian, you know, topics. Yeah. There was, yeah, like, I would say... The, like, environment at that school was really bad. There was definitely, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of, like, wealthier people went there. Mm -hmm. And there was a very, like, toxic environment of, like, measuring up Mm -hmm. that was never addressed and not taken care of at all. Yeah. It was, yeah, just not a good school. Though, I will say, as far as bullying went, it was more subtle there. Which I think is worse. Because instead... Because it's It It was like the... Private attacks. It turns mm. you against yourself. Uh-huh. Where it's like you're being your own bully. Yeah, nobody's gonna like outright bully you. Yeah, but which there's fun, such great for mental health, right? Yeah, <laughs> there's such a standard of like this is what you have to do to like be cool or like you know be like Christian enough or whatever that it's, yeah it like turns you against yourself. What I hated, what I absolutely hated there, mm. um, which relates to our topic. Oh um, yeah, you're. No, 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 I want to get us on track. No, I feel you. (laughs) I'm terrible at it. But um, having our own, our own selves as our enemy, basically. Because we are, we were conditioned to think the only way for me to be good is Mm. if I were to succeed. And you are constantly pressuring yourself and putting on so much stress. Yeah. Like, in high school, I developed gray hairs because of that. Yeah. Like, it, it was not good for me. It was yeah. a very, like, academically rigorous school, which my mom's always like, but you got such a good education there. And I'm like, yeah. like At the cost of my health. At the cost of my health. It was so academically rigorous. In my social life. And it was, yeah. And also and it was, it's lacking in, in academic areas, even. Yeah, there yeah. Was, it was, like, very academically rigorous. But, yeah, then there's so much that's, like, left out. But then also there's just, like, this attitude of, like, you know, you shouldn't need to take a break. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't really get to miss school or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then... It's, like, it was not neurodivergent friendly at no, all. Like, no. I never had any teachers recognize, like, oh, you know, you didn't, like, turn this in or whatever. Like, maybe that's not because you're lazy. Maybe it's yeah. because you, like, have executive dysfunction. Right. Same. And I don't, I'm not, like, neurodivergent or whatever, but, like, I never heard that anywhere around people who were, you know? Yeah, it was, yeah, not very much not 
like friendly to anyone with any sort of like difference. Mm-hmm. It was yeah terrible school. Yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> don't go there. Don't go there. It will ruin your Those children. Are the kids there. I don't know anyone that went there that liked it or mm-hmm. came away not feeling bad about themselves. Ugh, that's awful. Yeah. I went to a really small school um, in a really small town, but um, I think it was different in some ways, similar in other ways, because it was not, like, overtly Christian for sure, but also, like, it was a tiny town in the Bible Belt, so, like, it was Christian, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also I grew up a pastor's kid. My dad was has been a pastor my whole life, and uh, my mom was a pastor's wife, and that's, you know, she started teaching when I was, like, in junior high slash high school, but other than that, she was a pastor's wife, like, vocationally or whatever. Um, and so there was a lot of, I felt a lot of that pressure, like, in my home, not, like, even outside of the school, and also, like... Because you're the pastor's kid, you always have to be good, you always have to be the perfect kid. Yeah, you always Mm -hmm. have to, and that's not fun when you're struggling with mental illness, and no one else in your family is, you know what I mean? I really felt like something's wrong with me, and I am broken beyond repair. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, that was not fun at all. Also, we we moved a lot growing up um, because my dad would move from church to church, and um, you know, like feel like the Holy Spirit was leading him somewhere else, and like blah 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 blah, blah and whatever. And we're all at the mercy of that because he's the head of the house, and like mm-hmm. whatever, you know. So. That sucked a lot, too. Um, And I think that was a lot harder on me. I think I knew that it was hard on me, but also it was treated as, like, get over it. It's not a big deal. We all had to move, you know? But I I think it was a lot harder on me than um, anybody else, which sucks. Um, When people try to measure their... uh, What is it? And I just... Their experiences, like, it's the same as yours. Like, I had to do it, too. Like, yeah, "Yeah, you don't know what it meant for me, though. Yeah, it was a lot. I, yeah, I remember, like, I was a really vigorous, like, journal writer um, at the time. And I remember, like, so many journal entries of, like, I hate it here. I want to go back to, like, where I had friends or, like, whatever. And I, yeah, just, it took me a long time to, like, socially recover from moving around a lot and not understanding, like, social cues. And also, I was homeschooled for a while and then dumped into public school. And, yeah, it was really hard because, and when I got dumped into public school, it was in a big school in Colleen. And I got bullied real hard. <laughs> and then it took a toll It doesn't my... show. <laughs> I know, right? You can't tell. Oh, my God. And then, and then it took a toll on my mental health. And I started failing all my classes <laughs> and just like drowning and thought, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I'm stuck, you know? Yeah. And no one's helping me. <laughs> That's the worst is when it's like people don't recognize. And there's just like a really like attitude of ignorance around like people in our parents' generation about like understanding mental health. Mm-hmm. And they very much tend to blame it on, like, laziness or yeah. you know, trying hard enough or whatever. And it's like... No one's really lazy. Yeah. It's like, that kid needs so much help. Yeah. Like, and you do not see that that is, like, a kid trying their best. Yeah. Like, that's... Exactly. I don't I don't get it. And even when someone is intentionally not trying their best, like, that's coming from somewhere. Exactly. There's always a reason behind... What's so much more important than the behavior is the motivation behind the behavior. Exactly. Yeah. People get very focused on the behavior. Like, that's always how it was in my house, where it was like... Yeah. And I would say, like, more so than most people in their generation, like, especially my mom, mm-hmm. is, like, more conscious of, like, mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. And probably I would say she probably thinks that she's more, like, mental health positive than most people, mm-hmm. like, in her generation. I don't know about my dad. My dad doesn't talk about anything. Yeah. My um, dad didn't either. Yeah, what? What is that? Same. Toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. literally. Um, <laughs> God. But my mom was time. like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, like they didn't, I'll feel both ways, <laughs> yeah. it's a different time as, like, they didn't experience the last several years of progress we've made, oh, God. it hasn't just been have chosen okay. to ignore it, yeah, yeah. it hasn't been okay for, like, 50 years, Tom, okay, I don't know who's Tom, anyways, go on, <laughs> Somebody that's name, my, it's, it's almost like my mom had this idea of, like, that's for other people, not for us. Yeah. Where it's, like, she just thought... And if not even in, like, a way of, like, oh, I don't want to believe that that's, like, happening to us. It's, like, she just didn't see it. Yeah. 
because my mom is like absolutely needs to see a psychiatrist. She is like one of the most ADHD people I've ever met. Mm-hmm. Runs in her family. And she even now refuses to accept when I tell her that she's ADHD. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not just, and that's not even just coming from me as like a daughter where I'm like, mom, I see like myself in you. Like, yeah. as a professional, like I, yes, you are, <laughs> you have ADHD and yeah. she won't like admit it. Yeah. But she got me diagnosed as a child, which Blake and I had the same Christian psychiatrist, <laughs> psychiatrist that was yeah. like the official psychiatrist for the school that we went to. He yeah. didn't work Ours there. Ours was for family issues. Oh, <laughs> God. Yeah, he didn't yeah. work at the school, but he was like officially endorsed by the school. He would come to the school, too. He would come to the school. God, he wasn't like was the school counselor, but he just like was partnered with them, I guess. Weird. So she took me to get diagnosed. Like, I was probably like eight, maybe. Yeah. Um, And I thought it was funny because the reason that my parents took me to get diagnosed was not because they were like, oh, we're worried that you're struggling in school. It was because of the way that my behavior affected them. Right. That they were really frustrated because I had meltdowns a lot. Mm-hmm. Every time I would leave school. And so they were like, well, that's weird. And they kind of, I, the attitude that I, like, got from them was sort of that I was, like, badly behaved. Yeah. And I don't know if they, like, really thought that, but I think they were like, you know, this is something that needs to be controlled. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. blaming it on, like, a mental health diagnosis is, like, that's something to blame it on. And that but is something still, wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. that's still something that needs to be fixed and controlled about me. And also it's your fault. It's not necessarily. Okay. But it was it was more like, yeah, we, we don't want to blame... We're not going to blame it on her. We'll blame it on the mental illness. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. But it's, yeah, like, a thing that needs to be, like, controlled about her. My parents had a very, like... And yet they never gave you medication. They did. Oh, okay. So My parents had a very, like, kind of totalitarian, like, you know, we, like, are very controlling of everything so that it yeah. turns out exactly this way. And Jokes on them! Yeah, oh jokes my on them. God. <laughs> and so they took me to get diagnosed because they wanted to seek out medication for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy told them that I had ADHD, but he practiced, like, a slightly alternative form of psychology in which he recognized, like, subsets of ADHD that did not exist. Right. Um, that And were never, like, officially, you know, like, clinically recognized or anything. Um, but he, yeah, diagnosed me with a specific form of ADHD. And they tried, like, one medication. And they were like, you know, oh, it doesn't work. And I asked my mom about this recently. Like, within the last year or so, I asked her about, like, why did you never medicate me? And she was like, well, because we did and it didn't fix what we were looking for it to fix. And I was like, what were you looking for it to fix? And she told me that I always... Well, she told me that I always had meltdowns and that they, like, couldn't get that under control and it wasn't fixing it. And I was like... First of all, you gave up way too soon. First of all, fuck you. You tried one. There's so many. There's so many. Also, is that an autism thing? Yeah. 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 Simon ADHD. Yeah. I hated school growing up. And I remember that because I was very, like, socially uncomfortable. Like, Mm. it was very loud. Like, I didn't like getting called on in class. Like, it made me very anxious. And so I was having, like, overstimulation meltdowns every day after school for Mm. years. And they're like, well, the the psychiatrist said that was part of ADHD. It's not at all. Yeah. Uh, And it just didn't fix it. So we just, like, moved on. And I'm sure that they're... Just pretend it won't exist. Well, I think they're... It it was more just like a, we'll punish you for this type situation. Like, we can extinguish the behavior. Yeah, we'll do a whole, like... uh, Let's pray the gay way. Pavlovian response thing or whatever. Yeah, it didn't. I just... Then I just started keeping it to myself. Yeah, exactly. Then you're internalizing. And then it's gonna build up on itself. Yeah. (laughs) So it it very quickly turned into, like, I just hated school. I never wanted to go to school. I hated the school that I went to because I didn't fit in with any of the people that I went to school with. Like, I always only had, like, maybe one or two friends, like, at the most. I never had, like, a lot of friends. Yeah. And it just, yeah, and it was very much, like, you know, when I did not achieve high enough in school or if I, like, you know, was not turning stuff in or whatever, I was always getting in trouble. I got screamed at a lot by my dad. His kind of parenting style was just yelling. Yeah. For, like, not turning stuff in. Such (laughs) a bad... My dad would get quiet. Oh, that's even worse. That's that's like, oh. Yeah, when you're like, this is would like he the give you the storm. No, but my mom would. Oh my god. That's and then my, so and then my dad would be like, go apologize to your mom. And be like, why doesn't she have to apologize? That's so... The idea that parents never have to apologize yeah. is so immature. Yeah. 
that it's like, well, I'm the parent, so, like, I can never make a mistake. It definitely fed into my need to apologize before I even do anything wrong. <laughs> For sure. I cannot stand people being mad at me or, like, pulling away from me or, like, because I guess, like, that probably comes from, like, in my house, it was, like, you know, she could be mad at you and not even say it. And so I'm, like, always, like, oh, okay, this behavior means she's mad at me and I have to figure out why and apologize for it and never do it again. The idea that your mom would even be upset at you and, like, holding a grudge about it is, like, what is she, 12? Literally. <laughs> That's so immature. Yeah. That's probably where a lot of that comes from. I'm sure, I'm I sure it is. That. That's, yeah. I'm sure that is. And I, like, my mom would, she would apologize for stuff like that. Yeah. But she always made it a very awkward experience. Mm -hmm. She would always, she always cried. And people crying, like, is, like, my number one thing that I don't know how to handle is when yeah. people cry. I don't, that's, like, what do you do with the, about that? Yeah. Um, and so she would always, like, cry and make it, like, a really, like, emotional experience. And so I am very, like, averse to apologizing, specifically mm -hmm. because it's, like, this is always, like, such a thing. Yeah. And the situation makes me uncomfortable. Totally and I always expect sense. the situation to turn out like that. Yeah. So it's like, even if I'm very sorry, like, I have a really hard time saying that I'm sorry because I'm like, please do not make it like this. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Totally. <clears throat> My mom's gotten a lot better, but we have a lot more work to do. <laughs> <clears throat> For certain. Blake, what was your, like, at-home mental health experience yeah. like? Because I know that you have a very at-large mentally ill family. <laughs> Oh yeah, everyone there is mentally ill. <laughs> Everybody is. Um, we didn't really explicitly talk about it. Yeah. We just were like, okay, well, we gotta get it fixed. <laughs> I mean, at least there medication. was an attitude of yeah. like, yeah. At least they wanted it to get better. That's good, That's yeah. something, yeah. Um, okay, the next question I have is... <laughs> question two. Question two. Blake and I are going to have to listen through this again and be like, all right, what do we cut out? I know, for real. Why don't we make this a two-part episode? We can do that. Yeah, because we're already almost at an hour. We just keep going until we hit, like, an hour or so and then wrap it up, do part two. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so... The next thing I had written was uh, that mental illness slash neurodivergent diagnoses are not death sentences and learning to live with them and cope with them in a society that isn't set up with them in mind can actually be pretty empowering Ooh, how do you feel about that i hate that people view it as something that is wrong that needs to be fixed. yeah because it's not i yeah, yeah. Saying, i could go on about this for hours <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying i would love to hear you because i while i say that i'm laying on the floor and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm Mentally ill, not neurodivergent. You're neurodivergent. That's not a problem to be fixed. No. And I don't, like, have any... Like, I don't ever remember feeling any shame about being neurodivergent. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even remember... Like, I was aware of having ADHD from, like, you know, pretty much... Like, my parents told me it was never, like, something they didn't tell me. Yeah. And I was pretty much always aware. Like, I, as long as I can remember, I was aware of that fact about yeah. myself. And I never felt weird about it. Yeah. It took me a long time to, like, you know, fully understand the scope of how it affected me. Like, sure. you know, what parts of my behavior were, like, products of that. Yeah. But it never... Like, I never felt bad about it or, like, felt like... It's good. Yeah, and I'm, like, very glad for that, that it was never something that I was, like, embarrassed about or, like, felt weird about. It was very, about. like, normalized. It was, but it was also... I do think, like, I never... At our school, you had the option to get, like, accommodations if you needed them. Oh, my mm. gosh, yeah. And I was never offered them, and I didn't really need them. Like, I wasn't either, but it would have been nice, but yeah, it a lot also of... kind of isolated you. Mm. It was, yeah, I think that would have made me feel bad, because okay, there was like You a... had to go to the office to go take a test. Yeah, like, if you needed to take a test, you could get an extra amount of time, or whatever, which, for me, I never needed that. I have the opposite problem, where I tend to, like, rush through things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I never needed, like, extra time, but you could also get, like, extra tutoring, tutoring and things like that, and yeah. I think if I had that, I probably would have felt an aspect of shame because it was very much like everyone knew mm -hmm. like they called it i think they called it the learning lab is that what they called it when yeah. you got like accommodations 
And so you would have to, like, go to this different room, and there would be, like, you know, a couple, like, tutors there or whatever that could help you. Yeah. And everyone knew, like, you used the learning lab if you did. Yeah. And I think there was definitely, like, an attitude around that of kind of, like, shame. Yeah. Where it was, like, ooh, you're, like, stupid or... Yeah. You know, whatever. Which yeah. was stupid. Which and is not, Yeah, not fair. And I think... No, that's bad. I mean, I'm sure even I probably had an attitude towards it about that, because it's just, like, what yeah. everyone thought. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. Where it was, like, ooh, yep. you, like, have to, you know, use that service, like... Right. What's wrong with you? Right. Ah, uh, yuck. Yeah. I like your lesbian coaster. <laughs> Is it the macaroni coaster? No. That's no. Not. Every person that walks in here tells me it looks like bacon. So you're the first person oh, to say it's a lesbian coaster. There you go. That's so no, funny. It's lesbian bacon. <laughs> lesbian bacon. Oh my god. Okay, maybe we should like stop and then like start the next episode because I feel like we could go on about this concept of neurodivergency for a long time. Okay. And we're almost at an hour already. Yeah. Um that was I'm down to switch school. up to like an entirely new topic if you are. Is that you saying that you want to switch to an entirely new topic? I don't know. I don't whatever, I don't <laughs> it's care. It's like saying he wants to switch to an entirely new topic. It is, might be. I don't know. Is <laughs> there it is. Is there anything else we would like to say about uh, mental health before we and i'm sure we will talk about this multiple times oh yeah because it's just part of our lives yes we're an extremely mentally ill group of people what absolutely <laughs> we like to like says vibe with mental illness yeah <laughs> i said that today at the end of church um like the service ended and we always have like instrumental music that like plays after the service or whatever just like in the room and I was, like, bebop- bebopping along to it without realizing that I was doing it. And I'm like, oh, God, dude, it was bad. Just dancing by yourself <laughs> with no music playing. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, for That's real. what my grandpa says. My grandpa says when we, I know. When we go out to where he goes, we're going to go bebop around town. I know, you've told me that. As my mom always said bebop and, like, dancing. You guys ready to get hip-hopping? So, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I was just, like, and, like, getting my stuff together. And then I looked back, and Andrew and Melissa were both staring at me. <laughs> and Melissa started singing along with it, and I was like, I will be honest with you, I didn't realize I was doing that until this moment. My favorite thing is but when I'm, I'm doing that, and then Taylor immediately looks at me, gives me one look, and we're like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah. Taylor's very good at number <laughs> Alright. I am accidentally expressing... All, 90% of my non-verbal communication is an accident. I love it. <laughs> All right, there have been several times where um, I feel like we have a whole conversation where I say, I like look at you and you're like, yes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, I have a very like classically it. autistic, like, I very like have a very predictive mind where I like understand yeah. people's patterns. So a lot of times I can tell like what, especially if it's someone yeah. I spend a lot of time with, like you or Blake, where it's yeah, like totally. I know exactly what you're about to say, and I yeah. do that to my family sometimes. They get really frustrated. <laughs> 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 because you know what I'm gonna say, and I was yeah. like, because I know you, yeah. and you're gonna, you say one of five things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Which man. one is situationally appropriate? This one. This one. Perfect. Yes. That. That's what you're gonna say. That's so funny. Okay. Well, we can wrap this up. Um. And we'll, maybe we'll pick a topic out of the jar for the next one. Ooh, yeah, yeah that'd be fun. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Um, all right, well, thank you. Until next time. And we're sorry. <laughs> yeah, that too.